Welcome back, everybody. Thank you again once for joining. Once again for joining, we are in Hills Tefillin, Simon Lamertes. And last time we had been discussing um, the writing of Tefillin and who is suitable to write Tefillin and eventually who can we buy Tefillin from. And we discussed the principle in Sif Aleph of um, from the Pasuk of Kesharatim Kesavtem. You should bind them and you should write them. The proximity of these two words, the Shulchanach explains, Kosha Enu B'Kashira, or Enu Maminbo, anyone who is not within the in the category of somebody who is bound, should bind Tefillin on them, or does not believe in the Mitzvah of Tefillin, Enu B'Kashiva, places themselves outside, or is placed outside of uh, the obligation or the Mitzvah to write Tefillin. And so we were looking at various categories of people that are outside, therefore this um, the bounds of writing to fill in. Um, and we are discussing today, we're in the middle of Sif Aleph, we are discussing, um, <clears throat> um, well, I'll tell you, we're discussing, we're up to Sif Cotton Vov. Um, so uh, we're discussing the Muma Lavodas Gilulim, somebody who is a confirmed uh, transgressor, um, who are binding themselves, as it were, or attaching themselves to, um, uh, to idol worship. Um, the that category of person cannot write tefillin, or says the Shulchan Aruch, la nosin, somebody who hands over um, a Jew to uh, either to, to 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 robbers or to authorities to, to something that's going to enforce something from a Jew. Uh, these are all pasulim. They 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 uh, the writing of uh, these types of people would make the klaf posel, or they themselves are posel from writing. And as we said, it's because the posuk says ukasharatim ukasavtem. It has to be written, and it has to be um, has to be uh, um, those who are can, who are who are shy to wear them. Those who uh, are in the category of those who wear them are also the those who can write them. Um, these these people place themselves outside of the category of those who uh, are in the midst of tefillin. Let's go see the Mishnah Bura to get a bit more depth on this, a bit more explanation. The Mishnah Bura says in Sif Kotten Vov, or Muma La Vodas Gilulim, someone who is a confirmed uh, transgressor for uh, uh, idol worship. So, what we're talking about here is, you know, um, there are various categories of people who we all do Averas, unfortunately, um, but it's part of the human condition, part of being, uh, being normal. Um, but w- what point does one, as it were, go beyond the pale and, as it were, um, uh, uh, place oneself outside the whole of Torah? And there are certain Averas, like Vodazora, and we're going to see Chilol Shabbos, where if under the, under the incorrect circumstances, uh, a person places themselves in the category of um, outside of the, the rubric of Yiddishkeit. So somebody who attaches themselves heavily to Vodazora um, is as if they're muma, as if they've uh, they're the confirmed sinner for the Kola Torah for the whole Torah. And this applies equally to somebody who is a confirmed you know, transgressor, uh, or doesn't keep Shabbos, but does so um, openly in public. Um, <clears throat> but um, we're going to see that also requires qualification um, being, um, about transgressing um, Shabbos. In public, um, the, the halacha distinguishes between somebody who does so because they 
Lateyovan um, because uh, um, um, they are they they are they're led that way because of their desires and somebody who does so lahachis to make a point because they specifically they know what Shabbos is about and they specifically want to deny Shabbos. They're a very different type of people and the the the, the, um, the din on such people is very different. Um, so, but for now we're saying. Um, a mumelach al Shabbos, somebody who is confirmed transgressor for Hilo Shabbos in public, uh, they are in the category of denying the whole Torah. I will im hu mumal lashar veros. If a person is confirmed transgressor for uh, other veros, other types of sin, kaimalon de mumelakola echod lo have a mumelakola Torah kulo. If a person just doesn't keep a certain halacha, a certain mitzvah, then it's not a good thing. They should be able to keep all halacha, all mitzvahs. But um, they are not considered to be. Um, confirmed as a denier of all the whole of Torah. Levad imhu oisa lahachis. But again, this is a, in, with the exception that if he does this to to as it were, to, to out of anger or to anger Hashem, um, that uh, he, he he's trying to make a point here. To present a filo dovo echod dino kukusi. Then even in one mitzvah, one matter, his din is like that of a kusi that. Um, we learned that the Kuthians um, were placed by the Assyrians in the land of the uh, um, once belonged to the ten tribes, um, and there's a question about their conversion to, to Yiddishkeit, whether they it was um, a truthful conversion or not. But in any event, at some point they cast off the the yoke of mitzvahs, um, and therefore um, they are not highly regarded. Um, so. So somebody um, who who does uh, even one mitzvah lahachis out of out of spite and uh, to make a point, then he has the same dinners uh, for a kusi that they would then be possible possible uh, invalid from writing a Torah, um, writing say a Torah, or writing tefillin. Because the isa be yoradeya as we've seen yoradeya simon base. Beish machmir and yosa, and there are those actually that that go even further and more stringent. It's sorech geniza. That having written a written tefillin from these these types of people, it would require um, burial of that tefillin. Not only um, uh, not to use it, but it requires burial. And um, the the in fact the um, the uh, the son of the stipler of Chaim Kanievsky, they had said um, in his commentary in Shona Halochas, or his, his Likut, his, his summary of the Halochas of the Mishnah Brura, says that in fact what the Mishnah Brura means here is not that it requires Geniza necessarily, but it should be requires Shrefa, burning. Um, that the, the, um, the reason is that um, the, the, uh, the source of this Halocha comes from the Mogain Avraham, uh, Siv Cotton Gimel, where he likens the writing this, uh, of uh, this type of person. Um, to a to a min to a, a heretic, and a heretic who writes um, tefillin or any kind of um, or say Torah, that that would require burning. Um, so um, it could be that rather that the mishabur there's, there's a mistake here perhaps or this, um, it's crept in. But Yeshmach Mir and Yosa those require uh, the words we have is that um, the parchment written um, by um, somebody who's a mumma the, the mitzvah echod um, would require burial. Or perhaps even burning, because that in who muma lesharaveros and all this obviously is uh, if it applies applies to other types of averos, other transgressions. I will im who muma tefillin. But what if that person specifically doesn't want to wear tefillin, keep tefillin? He doesn't put it on. But he he's not doing this to make a point. 
um, but he just decides this is not a mitzvah he wants to keep. Um, nevertheless, Possel, the, um, he is Possel from writing tefillin and has placed himself outside the category of somebody who wears tefillin. Obviously, they don't want to wear tefillin, so they're not, a, a, they're not within the Possel of Kusharatim. And that's what the Mishnah Brewers says, to sue a neno bakshira. Um, he is not, therefore, a, um, as it were, within, the, within those who, are, uh, who, who bind themselves with tefillin. Levadim hoya lezerach mumala teovon. Ah, but, but um, uh, however, if this was somebody who um, um, wasn't doing it to make a point, but um, um, they, 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 the circumstances that were felt they, they couldn't keep it for some, couldn't keep the mitzvah to fill in, for example, Kugoyen Sheholach Acha Asokov, the needs of his work were such that he felt that he couldn't combine his work and wearing to fill in at the same time. A dain who bichlal bakshira, he still is within the category of somebody who, um, uh, who is in, within the, the, the realm of tefillin. Vachosa who leinian diavad. So therefore, he could, um, if he wrote the the parchment of tefillin, then it would still be good after the fact. Aval says Mishnah Brul lachatchila. But ideally, yesh lahachmir shalol haniach leish kazer lechtos tam. That one shouldn't even let somebody who like this, uh, who is a um, they they transgress, but through uh, through their their desires, getting the better of them, um, they shouldn't write sifrei Torah to fill in on mezuzas. Kiyesh machmirin, because there are those that are stringent that feed by muma that even for a muma, even for a, a, a confirmed um, sinner that uh, for that for their own pleasures, feed um, that uh, that that it would be possible to 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 for them to write and for to use to fill in that they'd written. Now. The Chazanish writes um, on this that he, he, unlike the other Achronim, he comes out that um, somebody who transgresses because their um, their inclination gets the better of them, um, the desires uh, overcome them, then they are still kosher to write to say for Torah, Tefillin and Mazudos. Even if they don't put themselves put on Tefillin, so he's he's quite lenient. The Mishnah Bruce seems to be a little bit stringent in this. Um, the Mishnah Bura goes on to say, and even if uh, has somebody standing over his back, because really, what's the main issue here? What are we worried about? Uh, we have somebody standing over the back of this person, what we're worried about is that he has to write them for the sake of the mitzvah. So how far is the person still within the, um, uh, the purview of the mitzvah and will write it for the sake of the mitzvah. And even if somebody stands over his back and instructs him and reminds him, um, we're worried that he won't write it. And see the Be'alocha for the commentary on this. Because of Prima Godim, um, if you look in the writings of the Prima Godim, the, the Prima Godim goes as far as to say is, even if somebody transgresses Shabbos in public, um, in a, a rabbinic matter, that would place them into this category, kagon muksa. So they, they cast off the prohibitions of muksa, which are rabbinic, the hotzo, the karmelis, and they perhaps carry into a uh, an area called the karmelis, which is uh, which is not a full public thoroughfare. Neither is a private domain. It's something in between. Um, most most uh, um, roads today are karmelis, and that says. And they, they have a large amount of traffic and people 
and 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 width uh, to them. Um, um, even with a where where they they've cast off a, a mitzvah durabonin called the Mishnah Brewer, then uh, ideally you shouldn't let somebody write um, either say for Torah, Tefillin, or Muzazah. And even if they did it uh, after the fact, um, one would need to investigate whether one should allow this. And again, on this, um, the Dirshu note uh, number seven writes. Um, um, in fact, in note number six, that um, on this question of um, um, mitzvah durabonin, he he writes that the yeshmi min ha'chronim she'sovrim she'ein odom nasa muma al yidei chilo shabbos be'isur durabonin. There are achronim that write no that Mishabru um, is quite strict on this, but they write no that uh, for isur durabonin one wouldn't place oneself in the category of mumala te'ovon and therefore, or or rather, um, that uh, an isur durabonin would not place oneself outside the, the category of one who wears tefillin. Um, and that was also the opinion of the Chazan Ish, um, that Isuri Shabbos, the Rabbonin, do not make a person a mumar, the, the committed uh, a felon, as it were, a committed transgressor. Um, right. Seif Cotton Zion. So here uh, we said somebody who hands over a Jew to be um, dealt with by um, oppressors uh, or robbers. Um, such a person also is possible of writing Sefer Torah and um, his, the writings are possible. Ayin says in Mishnah Bruhan, Sikhon Zayin, Ayin Be'hetiv, Da'filu B'Tavon Bilvad, Da'filu Pamachas. That it applies even if, um, again, this follows Mishnah Bruhan's um, strict opinion on, on somebody who's a Mumma Le'Tayovon, um, that even if it's only once that they do this, that places them within the category um, of those who are possible to, to write Tefillin. Um, so that, that's what we learn. So call Sha'ena Bakshira, somebody who is not within the parameter of, of, of a Tefillin wearer, or Eno Maminbo, who does not believe in Tefillin, Eno Bakshiva, is not therefore. Um, able to write, uh, not allowed to write um, tefillin. It says the Mishnah Bursi, Kodan Ches, Shainu Bekashiro, that they are not with the tefillin wearers. The Evid Veisha Vekusi, a slave, a woman, or a Kuthian, Ein Muzra Al Kashira, they um, they are not within the purview of of being of, of binding tefillin on them. The cotton Afshegil Chinuch, and a child, even if they reach the um, status of starting, of, in, one might ask, well, they're now um, at educational age, and therefore will have to wear tefillin. So they maybe they should be considered to be um, a bar kashira. That they they are they do pertain to the mitzvah of tefillin. So there, the Mishnah tells us no midrabonah ba'almahu. Their obligation of children uh, that have reached the age of of chinuch of, of education, that obligation is is rabbinic, and not a biblical obligation. Find the halacha and see the halacha on this. Um, Ah, so let me just before we just go on a second. So the, in the Behalocha, he explains that in terms of kusim, that we we you know the kuthians we said that there's a question as to whether they um, um, were were gerei ms or not. Were they true converts? 
the Mishnah Brewer in the Baraloha says, because of even if we do say like the side that says no, they were, they did convert uh, truthfully, and therefore they play their place within the mitzvah of, of the binding of the tefillin. So what's the problem then? So maybe they should be able to write according to that opinion. Um, even we nevertheless since that time they've they removed the the yoke of, of mitzvahs upon them from upon them. They don't no longer believe in mitzvahs. Who now. Even so, after the fact, therefore, they are not considered to be those who, are, um, who have pertained to the mitzvah of, of putting tefillin on them. Right. Um, okay. Um, and the Mishnah concludes Sif Cotton Ches by saying, These categories we just mentioned, it doesn't help to have a, an adult standing um, behind them, instructing them, in, in, in order to see that uh, they are performing this mitzvah for the sake of the mitzvah. Still won't help. Good, let's carry on. Sif base in the Shulchan Aruch. Um, We've spoken about writing the parchment, but what about the other aspects of tefillin? Anyone who is a apostle for writing the tefillin, they are also apostle, they are invalid from all fixing um, um, uh, and, and the making of the tefillin. It's not just the writing of the parchment, but fixing them up and um, helping with the completion of the, the tefillin themselves. Says the Mishnah Brusi called Tess, Bechol. Now, Umisha Nikto Yodo Hasmole, somebody who's unfortunately had his left hand removed, had amputated, or Aval Pisha Eino Bakshira. So, for a right handed person, having the left hand missing is obviously a terrible thing, terrible thing having a left hand missing anyway, but for in terms of tefillin, um, they no longer have their left arm to put tefillin on, and um, and and according to Mr. that they wouldn't then put this in, they're exempt from putting this fin on their right arm. Um, nevertheless, so you might think, well, they since they can't put the fin on, maybe they now can't write. However, the Mishnah says, they can still write tefillin. Uh, it's not a problem. Degavra bach yuvahu that um, the the person still um, places within the categories of a being obligated. Elo. Um, uh, it's like somebody whose mouth hurts them, um, um, and not and, and so uh, and, and not that they are completely removed. Um, they're trying to do a mitzvah with their mouth. Um, they're hurt, but they, um, they and they, so they can't do it. But not that they they're outside the bounds of the mitzvah entirely. Asiyosun, some the the making of tefillin, the and this is specifically in Sikot Nyud that he it performs an action, beguf hatfillin in the body of the tefillin could go in, for example, chipoy habatim, so um, perhaps the covering of the the boxes, utfirosun. So we're talking about these categories of people that cannot do these; they're not allowed to do this type of work. They're they're working with the body of the uh, the, the, the tefillin themselves, covered the covering of the the, the, the boxes, and the, and the sewing of them. How much more so if they're forming the the letter shin? One of um, on the skin of the boxes, out in fact, from the skin of the boxes, or 
of the Tinim Shal Rosh, or Lahagia Eza Ois, or to, to uh, annotate, to amend a letter. Um, that now he is possible. Ali de Hagosa Yechusha, that the the lettering currently is not in a fit state, but through his fixing of it, his amending it, it will become kosher. This is absolute. This is called writing. So fixing fixing a letter up so now it reads correctly. That is within the what one would call ksiva writing, and therefore he can't do that. I will ibud haklaf. But just working on the um, the parchment, that's that. So that's not considered the guf hatfilin. That's not considered the um, the fundamental body of the tefillin itself. and that can even be done by by a non-Jew. and how much more so by a Jewish woman. Rak um, But for a non-Jew, you need to have a, a Jew standing over him, telling him, instructing him that vayirish um, and that, it, that the um, the the um, uh, preparing of the skins have to be done uh, for the sake of the mitzvah. we saw earlier, And similarly, a child could also do this if they have a an adult standing behind them. Ensuring that they're doing it for the sake of the mitzvah. What about the blackening of the boxes and the straps? So, blackening of the, the boxes and the tzuyos. We know it's a halacha lemosha misinai. It's a halacha handed down to Moshe Rabbeinu on Mount Sinai that the, the boxes and the straps, most importantly, have to be black. Um, and if and, and the blackness, the, the ink can come worn, be worn away, so that it has to be re, re darkened. And, 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 and um, so, uh, who's allowed to do that? Ein leel simon lamad gimel shabiano sham dinom beizah shem yisbarach. See uh, above in, in simon lamad gimel that we explain there the 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 laws regarding this um, with Hashem's help. So, um, if you. For further detail about that, check in that simon. Vigriras devek shabin ostos. Well, okay, so you, these types of people cannot write the words of the of the tefillin. But what about removal of perhaps some some spilt uh, glue or something that's got in the way that between each and every letter, and and and, and it makes the, either joins them together or it doesn't look right. Ideally, uh, we should be careful not to remove that. This, these type of people should not be removing and um, uh, the 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 glue that's between um, two letters. But uh, after the fact, one shouldn't be strict. Actually, as we've seen in, in the Ilya Simon, that um, erasing is not. Um, um, is not called writing. Erasing, um, uh, which then allows the letter to appear, or it does not, it's not constitute write, writing, and therefore these people would be allowed to do that <coughs> after the fact. The iron hative, the elb sim lamed base, he's called pay. See what we wrote earlier in lamed base, he's called pay. The cholzab tefillin to be in considerum. This is all talking about the case of tefillin. There's a special din we've discussed a number of occasions. That the lettering has to be written and the parshas have to be written in order. You can't go back and fix things up uh, uh, if they're missing or need correcting, and and uh, and therefore um, 
uh, one would have to, uh, if possible, erase everything that came after it, as long as that doesn't mean erasing Hashem's name. Avol b'sefer Torah, but in for sefer Torah, where we don't have this this din of kasidron, where sefer Torah has doesn't have to be written in exactly the order in which is written written in the sefer Torah. It's written from the sefer Torah, and im efshar legroh tzudzdodeh osios. If it's possible to um, to, uh, to to remove uh, um, um, glue or ink from the sides of the letters, b'mokom shen um uh, where it, in a place where they're touching, and then they go, something go back and write them, then that, the removal uh, and separation, that can be done um, uh, if then later it will be fixed. Um, that this is called uh, initially um, um, and is permitted. Right, well, we'll stop here for now. We're up to Sif Gimel and um, thank you all for joining. See you next time in our journey through Hilchus Tefillin.